Vanessa, are you with us this morning? All right. Looks like we may or may not have Vanessa with us this morning, or I may have her muted and not able to unmute her. Uh, all right. So all of you know I will be on the today. I'm in meetings in Atlanta. Uh, Vanessa and I both will be trying to watch uh, everything that's coming in. Uh, if you're trying to get a hold of me, it may be a little bit of a delayed response. Uh, so don't panic. Uh, any presentation you schedule today, make sure you give us uh, an hour, hour and a half window uh, prior to doing the presentation. And it's just kind of a reminder to everybody: if we don't, if we don't have anybody scheduled for a presentation, we don't, uh, we don't just run empty presentations. Uh, we are went back to the discussion the last couple of days about doing uh, going to auto webinars. I'm still not convinced that's the right way to do it, so we're going to continue to do it this way for a while. Uh, and remember, as closures, we are if we're not on a presentation, we are trying to be talking to somebody about closing the deal. That brings me up to the deal we got yesterday. We picked up a we picked up a, uh, uh, a merchant that does $150,000 a month in processing. Uh, give me a little bit of background on that. It was a merchant who first conversation was not even the least bit interested. All they wanted to do was just get information and find out how the process worked. Uh, real hard told us they only had about two minutes to talk to us, told us it was the busiest time of the day, of the busiest time of the month, of the busiest month of the year. And they used that as a way to deflect. And so we went through the process with them, explained it, explained how everything worked, uh, and then they started telling us why they didn't want to do it. And they didn't want to do this. They didn't want to do that. And all they were doing was giving the simple sales resistance. Uh, we call it SSR. Uh, I tell everybody when I go in to buy a suit, I've made my mind up to buy a suit before I walk in the door. And there will be a salesman walk up to me who is knowledgeable in what he does. And he'll ask me, can I help you? And my immediate response is always going to be, no, I'm just looking. And I do that knowing full-heartedly that I'm going to buy, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for a suit before I walk out of that building. Because one thing I don't do is go shop for the fun of. And that's the same way it is with your, with your merchants. Once you can get them to commit to a small step in the process, they're really into it for the long haul. That first step allows them to then start trying to see how committed you are to the process. See how committed you are to your position. Uh, we call it framing. And I don't know, I know, and I'm sure, I'm sure if Paulie's on here, he would vouch and verify the fact that, uh, Back during Brian and Sid's uh, automotive training, uh, 
I was there for that. I was in the back of the room most of the time and out of trying to stay out of the way. But uh, uh, they put me in. They put me into one of the groups to go negotiate against Brian and Sid. And part of what you've got to do is you have to frame yourself as in control of the situation without actually having to force that framing onto the people you're getting ready to talk to. You have to kind of take control of it without being forceful about it. A lot of that has the way to do the way you walk in. If you're comfortable and relaxed, if you're, uh, I call it standing tall and looking a foot taller than what you are, uh, your appearance, your demeanor, the words you use, and how you use them. Uh, I can walk. I can walk into and, and my salespeople back in the dealership days would tell you probably the scariest time in the world to talk to me would be when they heard my voice quiet down and go softer. And it's one of those things you can learn to do with your voice. That's part of the reason I tell you to practice, 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 saying everything you've got, all your presentations out, out loud. Uh, even, even when you're doing emails, read your emails out loud and think about how you would want that to be stronger, how you'd want it to be softer, how you'd like to have it have more impact at what point. You're going to find out a couple of things. You're going to find out that the emails or the voicemails or the text messages you send are going to have more impact because you're going to understand them from a conversational point of view. And that conversational point of view is a level of confidence that will come through as you're framing whatever it is you're presenting. Now, we talk a lot about a 13-minute presentation but you guys actually are doing a variety of presentations to schedule for the presentation. So keep that in mind that you've got to you've got to format that and you've got to have it structured so you know what the response is. One of the things that this demeanor that this forming formatting does is break through the process of the brain. Now, most of us know that we put a lot of thought analytical into our presentation. The reality of it is our brain has three sections to the brain itself. The first part of it, we'll call that the old brain. And that's, that's the part of the brain that develops inside the womb. That's the part of the brain where instinct and uh, all of our natural functions comes from. That's the part of the brain that puts in the fight or flight. That's the part of the brain that tells you, hey, that hurt or that didn't hurt. The next part of the brain is the center part of the brain. And that's the developmental part. That's the child's part of the brain, the part that develops the social skills the ability to communicate, the ability to decide whether they, whether you like to be around somebody or not. That part is the part that teaches you to speak. 
that's the part that teaches you how to, that controls how you hold your body. And then the final part of the brain is the part that makes, and we call this the newest part of the brain because it's the last part of the brain to develop. And for those of you that have ever had any teenagers, you'll understand that it is well after the teenager years that it sometimes develops. And for those of us at 67 years old, it may not have developed yet either. The, but that's the part that does the reasoning. That's the part that takes all the facts and brings all the facts and all the figures and all the thought process together. And it's the last, it's the last to develop. Now, that's the part of the brain that we build our presentation with. And we have a tendency with that part of our brain to want to just give away as many facts and as much information as we possibly can. But here's the problem with that. The average person, which is about 99% of the people in the world, when they hear something, the first part of the brain it goes to is the old brain the fight or flight, the survival part of the brain, the part of the brain that handles the natural functions of the body, the breathing. And it controls whether it feels like whatever it has come in at it, if it's going to hurt any of those parts of our body to include our brain. And it can shut a presentation down immediately. And so you've got to remember, as you're doing any type of presentation, whether it's to get, a, to get somebody to sign up for a 13-minute presentation or to get them to sign up uh, to spend $100 million with us, that the first place it's got to go is through that old brain, through the old part of the brain. Without that... There is no chance, without breaking through that part of the brain, there's no chance that you will get any farther along in the presentation. So keep that in mind. That first part where you're breaking through, the first part that you've got to do is break through that fight or flight. You've got to distract it. You've got to move it into the social side of it before you can get anywhere near to getting into the technical side of it. So don't get carried away with too many facts, too many figures, and keep it simple to start out with. Give the brain a reason to want to engage with you at that point. All right. Tomorrow morning, you guys will get blessed with the uh, call from the dairy barn. Uh I hope the weather I hope the weather is good when I get to Kansas tomorrow. But it looks like the odds are against us, so I will probably definitely be inside either inside the barn or the the uh uh the farmhand's house. So uh today guys just go out, make something happen. We're standing by, we're ready, and uh if you need anything and need me, remember, it'll be a little bit of a delayed response. And so just make it happen. It is definitely time to get one.
All right, with that, I'll talk to you all in the morning.